Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Off and running on a Wednesday, baby, in the nation's capital and beyond. January the 10th, give our Lord Savior 2024. That's right. You got to update your file on that. We are not alone. That's right. Once again, we have a co-host, a co-hostess with the mostest. Linnell Willingham. I have to say the name right because yeah, you do. Chris you know, Russell. doesn't like any of the nicknames unless it's the youngest in charge, We're which is okay. <laughs> Wait, what was that? I, you know, We're just two big dummies. Clearly. <laughs> so, uh, so can we can we peel back the curtain for a second? Did you just like push up the speaker over here? Um, the headset? Oh, and the headsets? Yeah, because yeah, I, can't, I couldn't because hear I can't anything. Hear. No, I couldn't hear anything at all. I was tripping for a second. No, 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 I'm no. I'm looking no. over at the Iceman behind the glass. I'm wondering, is it his fault? But no. clearly, it's your fault. Well, Maybe we mean, should change the drop see, to it's just so one here, big dumb. Here's the deal. Craig Hoffman is young and... Oh, and, 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 and a complainer. You know, and it, Well, yes. And, 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 I love you, Craig. You know, he's, he's in much better condition than I am in. He's healthy. He eats healthy. He works out, all that stuff. And the horniest guy on the, 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 the Jeez, universe. I mean, just glaze him up. Just glaze him up, then why I mean, don't you? Maybe, maybe he gracious. is. Maybe he is, and I don't know. I don't talk to him uh, about that stuff. But anyway, he doesn't have the hearing issues that I have. So the, yeah. the board was set to, like, have the headset volume only up to maybe like a five out of ten if it was like scale of one to ten style. I'm stunned, by the way. Five out of ten. So I had to crank it up to about a seven because that's where I'm at at 50 years old. I'm wearing headsets for the last 28 years of my life on a regular basis, not just earbuds to work out, not just to listen to music, to music for hours per day. I can't hear clearly a lot of things. So oh my God. I need to crank it up. So that's why I cranked it up. And you know how I'm you need here. to frank it up if you're using Frank's hot sauce? Ooh. You need to crank it up. Uh-huh. And Frank's hot sauce. You've heard that commercial a time I, I have. too. So I have. You know, see see what I'm trying to do. Anyway, I put that on everything. How are you, Linnell? Happy freaking New Year, pal. Happy New Year. I am vindicated. I am ecstatic. 
The same thing I came in here and said last week, I will repeat it again, and I'll continue to do so mm-hmm. all the way up until they give me reason not to. I am uber excited about the future. I am uber excited about this this hiring process and hiring mm-hmm. cycle. Mm-hmm. I love that Josh Harris, this is my phrase for the entirety of this offseason, leave no stone unturned. Mm-hmm. And that is what he has done to this point. He's casting a wide net. He's got big shot Bob Myers on the staff. He's got Rick Spielman assisting. I I love everything that they're doing. Big shot Bob. Big shot Bob Myers. He's got a winner. And some of you nimwits out there. That used to be like big shot Robert Ori, so Big Shot I'm the youngest Bob. in charge, so, so I'm so going to call him Big Shot Bob just, Myers. You just slap a title on yeah, him well, because it sounds t- cool. It gives a rat's ass right. about Robert Ori. I'm sorry, Robert Ori. Uh, Mr. NBA over here who won six NBA titles hey, yo, and talk, hit almost every big shot that he was asked to hit. Talk to me about the 2000s on, Chris Russell. I was three years oh, old in the year oh, 2000. Oh, that's right. I was three if years it, old in the year 2000. Right. If it didn't happen Look, in this century, it didn't exist. It didn't happen. I, I, was, I was saying... What I was saying for a reason, though, I see a lot of you on Twitter turning your nose up to ideas and things of that nature. When you have stunk, when you have been a habitual loser the way this franchise has been over the past 20-plus years, you don't get to turn your nose up at anything. Mm-hmm. So so stop tweeting at me and complaining about because I want Mike Vrabel. Yeah, I want Mike Vrabel. You know why? He's a winner, and we failed to win here. You all are worried about Name changes and rebrands and whatnot. Oh, I want football. Yeah, not people. me. Not me. I'm you, talking you, about our, our fan base. That yeah. is, oh, and I love with, you all. Yeah, with all do, with all me. due respect to Michael Phillips of, of no, nine ten the fan in Richmond. That was a great question. Uh, and, and the Washington Times. I cringed when I heard. I, I mean, I understand you got to ask it because you don't get Josh Harris. But I cringed when when I thought of and heard the question because I was like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about image and likeness. And branding and logos and colors. I don't care if they're cranberry or burgundy. I don't give a rat's ass. I care about football Football. and winning football and trying to identify the best people to fix the 30-year slumber that this team Mm. has been in. All right, so there's a a lot going on uh, around the NFL and with this organization. As you know, yesterday they reportedly interviewed Mike Borgonzi, of the Kansas City Chiefs, Adam Peters of the San Francisco 49ers, and Glenn Cook, uh, Glenn Cook, mm-hmm. uh, not Crook, Glenn Cook of the Cleveland Browns. Today, they are scheduled to interview or are in the process of Ian Cunningham of the Chicago Bears and Alec Hallaby of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, as far as we know, those are the five general manager candidates, right? I'm not missing yes. anybody as far as we know. I am a little curious, and we'll get to this later, why a guy that you've championed, and for good reason, Joe mm-hmm. Horditz from the Baltimore Ravens, is not on the list so far. I am a little bit curious that uh, another name that has come up, um, and I can't remember, I think we talked about this on Monday, mm-hmm. right, from the Detroit Lions. Yeah, Ray when, Agnew. Right, Ray Agnew. Mm-hmm. Uh, why his name manager. is not on the list. There are other names, you know, Kyle Smith, a guy that I've championed, a guy that was a big part of the fabric here for a long time, son of A.J. Smith, why he's not on the list. I don't know the answer to that. I I, I wish I had Josh Harris on speed dial, and I wish I had the intercom button in the Miami mansion that I could just (laughs) hit it 
and be like, eh, hey, Josh. Um, Josh. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> beep, beep. Yeah, exactly. The Iceman. He's just, um, the Iceman is still getting thawed out. But I, just, I, just I, I, like, I wish I had that access. I don't. So I don't know why those guys are not on that list, but they are interviewing the five guys that we just talked about. Three already done, two more today, and then we will see where it goes from there. And clearly yeah. they are trying to do this because you can't interview the head coaches that are available or that are under contract and are in the playoffs even – virtually you can't do that until next week, which to me, again, sounds absurd and preposterous. They should have allowed virtual interviews to be done this week on a certain day, uh, wait until Saturday, whatever the day would be, which is what they've done in the past for the head coaches. But you can interview GM slash president of football operation or VP of president of football operation uh, post, even if their teams are under uh, in the playoffs, i.e. San Francisco and Adam Peters, uh, Glenn Cook and Cleveland, Alec Hallaby in Philadelphia, you uh, Mike Borgansi in Kansas City. So four Ian of the Cunningham five. Cunningham as well. I don't know if you dropped him yet. Yeah, no, no. I mentioned Ian Cunningham today. So Cunningham is the only candidate of the five that is being interviewed today that is not in the playoffs. The other four are. So they're allowed to talk to those guys, which is good because imagine how delayed this process would be if you weren't able to talk to GM candidates in the playoffs until next week. What I'm curious about, and what we discussed on the phone, I just mentioned no Kyle Smith, yeah. no Joe Hortis. Um, Hortiz. Hortiz is what I found out. Hortiz, I was saying it wrong forever. I'm embarrassed about it, but um, there it is. You know, uh, uh, what's the guy from Detroit again? I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Ray Agnew. Uh, Ray, Agnew. Ray Agnew. Their assistant uh, general manager. Right. In Ray Detroit. Agnew. No Joe. N- no Kyle Smith. No Kyle Smith. No Joe Hortiz. No Joe Hortiz. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then on the coach's side, and I mentioned this yesterday with Doc. What? No Brian Flores. Look. No I, Joe Smith. Th- this is, and I don't want. I feel like you're panicking about this. I'm not panicking. I just ask. I go back to what I said. Leave no stone unturned, and I don't think they will. Timeline wise, for the folks out there, and this is based off people I've talked to, and based on what's being reported. You all may have seen it as well. This thing should be wrapped up next weekend. They should have their head of football ops next weekend. I, I anticipate that being the case, and maybe I'm. You look at me like I'm like you're surprised that you're hearing that. Uh, I, I would be surprised if it takes that next long. weekend. I think they want to get this done quicker. Maybe it happens early that next position. week. Maybe it happens early next week. But sort of like we talked about in our little pre-show meeting, mm-hmm. right? There is there is a power structure. There is an organizational structure that I think Josh and company are going with. And I think it's very heavily influenced by Bob Myers and his NBA background. Um, I think the guy that they're interviewing right now, these five candidates, Peters, Hallaby, Cunningham, Cook, Braganzi, those are the candidates, I think, to be the head guy, the literal head of football. Right. As we both talked about, I think there will be two other positions underneath of that who will all report to, that's, say, Adam Peters. That's fair. So I think some of these candidates that we haven't seen interviewed yet, they may not view them as the head guy material. That's fair. They may view them as a very competent number two. That's fair. So maybe that's why. I mean, it's all possible. Uh, nothing should be ruled out. Just because everybody thinks – that they're going to have two people ahead yeah. of the head coach, i.e. 
an executive VP or a president, depending on the title, of football operations and a general manager doesn't mean you can't have three. Right. And there are some that say, well, if you have three, you have none. You know, you have too many chefs in the kitchen. And you and I had a discussion this morning, and it just kind of, you know, stumbled. I, I, I think I first mentioned it, but you were right on it. The you know, everybody thought the Wizards were going to hire one guy, essentially, right, right. to replace Tommy Shepard because that's what they've largely done. Yes. And instead, they went out and hired three. And, Not necessarily yeah. indirectly to replace Tommy Shepard, all three, but as a new structure of hierarchy. Yes. So things can be done in different ways. I guess I would be, I guess I would just call myself a bit surprised mm-hmm. that the list right now is only five even though it's an aggressive five, and they're interviewing by the end of today, well, supposedly all five will have interviewed in person. Let me say this too, because I think it's I think it's six in our our local. I think I saw Nikki of the Post uh, confirm Jordan Schultz report of Bleacher Report that Will McClay in oh, Dallas. I forgot about also, Will McClay. I'm sorry, I forgot about Will. He McClay. also is, yeah, on, is on this list. So that's six yep. guys we have right now. Now and we think, haven't seen Will McClay in uh, like accepted. scheduled for an in person interview. No, I, I have to. I'm Will McClay go was my guy him. last week. I said if there was three guys: Adam Peters, mm-hmm. Will McClay, Kyle Smith. Let me check on Will McClay. Yeah, I, I don't think we've seen an interview scheduled for him yet, which may or may not be surprising because the Cowboys obviously are in the playoffs this week. But all of these guys, four out of these five guys, uh, again, outside of Peters, who has a bye with San Francisco, all have playoff games this week as well. Uh, so they're making time, whereas Will McClay, yeah. I don't know if he's not making time. I don't know if there's logistics. I don't know if we just haven't heard. Uh, you know, I mean, all all sorts of things could happen. You're right. Will McClay is – that was, again, when Albert Breer came out with his list, uh, I think it was last Thursday. We said it on the show, mm-hmm. and I tweeted, you know, for whatever it's worth, which is nothing because nobody cares. Um, <laughs> I said, of the three of, – of the 30 or so names on that list – like my three guys, my three like favorites, if you will, were Kyle Smith, Will McClay, and Adam Peters. Now, Kyle Smith, so far, as far as we know, not mm-hmm. being interviewed. But like you said, there could be a possibility where they interview him in a different, you know, tier or whatever. I don't know why he would leave Atlanta. Uh, for, well, especially because uh, Terry Fontenot's getting neutered right now. Well, like. <laughs> the, and that would be the one reason because they know that they probably got this year and that's it, and maybe not even all of this year to go Honestly. before you know if they don't turn things around. So maybe he leaves for a la- I don't know, but it, it it seems clear like Kyle Smith would not be getting a GM job here. It seems that way unless Adam Peters is hired again as the VP of Football Operations president of football operations, and then instead of one of these guys that are interviewing for that position, like you said, then there's a second right. tier, a Joe Hortiz, a Kyle Smith, a Ray Agnew, that are interviewing then next for the general manager position. So again, two tiers in all of this because ultimately – the most important position right now seems to be the president slash vice president of football right. operations because that person being in charge, assuming that you're going to hire then another GM or an assistant GM or whatever, he's got to hire him, but he's also got to hire the head coach in conjunction with Josh Harris, Magic Johnson, Mitchell Rails, Mark Hine, so on and so forth. And doing some some corroborating here, our buddy Albert Breer, the MMQB, uh, kind of did a piece uh, this morning 
highlight or last night highlighting Washington's new organizational structure and what they're looking for. He says, whoever gets that job, talking about the president of football operations, will be a part of filling out the rest of the organizational chart with the likelihood being that it'll be some basketball or baseball clubs where the president of operations oversees the general manager and head coach. And this goes on to say, and this sort of setup has existed to a degree before with ex-coaches like Bill Parcells in Mm -hmm. Miami and Mike Holmgren in Cleveland and Tom Coughlin in Jackson. Right. Well, the question would be is whether it's somebody gets the VP and GM job and then they're looking to hire an assistant GM or whether it's a VP of football operations job and then they're hiring for the general manager title and I think that's going to be interesting to watch out for because if you're interviewing for the general manager position right if they hire somebody that's the VP of football operations and that's who ultimately the GM would report to right but but the, you there's a wider pool of candidates if you're interviewing then for the GM position even though it's the number 2 spot right there's because of promotions and titles and, and what the way people that are all capable works. of. Let's just say exactly. Adam, let's just say Adam Peters gets hired as the head of football operations. Another guy that we've been talking about and I've been hot on the tails of Joe Hortiz, 19 years as a scout with the Baltimore Ravens. That's somebody you bring in as hey, you're number two. He's got a, a right. Mike Peters has a diverse. But in order background. to get him out of Baltimore, you got to give him the GM title, don't right. you? Right. But you can't. But then you can't give Adam Peters the vice president of football operations slash general manager title. Like no, I no. prefer them to hire a VP of football operations or even a president of football that's operations because that's that, not that's, what Jason Wright is. That's the title that's being right. Used so that's why you the can reporting. then allow to hire someone as a GM, whoever it might be, as a GM. But if you give the GM slash whatever VP title football operation title to Adam Peters, then you can't hire somebody to be the GM. And this is where you, you can see. Then you're only hiring the assistant GM. And this shows Does that make where, sense? Yes. And this shows kind of where the reporting differs from certain different outlets. Like NFL.com, when they refer to Washington's opening, they view it as a head of football operations. Adam Schefter, when he was tweeting, was using the term general manager. I think everybody gets this stuff always confused because yeah. but it's, they're being be, very be, but clear. there's semantics I mean, uh, to it yeah. okay because people say well how did they get eric Bieniemy here on a lateral position well they didn't get him not, a lateral yeah. position a they gave him full play calling responsibilities which he did not have in kansas city and more importantly they gave him the assistant head coaching title which he certainly did not have in kansas city and that allowed for a greater leverage spot and therefore a promotion in just about everyone's mind. All right, 122, Team 980, Odyssey app, just getting rocking and rolling. Linnell Willingham in studio. Your call's coming up. Hang tight. We'll get to you. We'll give you something to chew on in just a sec. We're going to start, mm-hmm. now that we've got the update going, we're going to start with this question. There's two offensive coordinator candidates right now that we have. Right now. Which is a, a topic within itself. Right. Bobby Slowick Jr. of the Houston Texans and Ben Johnson of the Detroit Lions. Which of those two, if the decision comes down to it, which of those two would you prefer? There's no right or wrong. Which of those two would you prefer? We'll start laying out our arguments. We'll get you aboard uh, on the Ace Law listener lines next on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.
When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, along with uh, the youngest in charge. We're allowed to call you that, right? Yeah, you are. That's okay. my name. All right. Well, it's not your name. It's the name you gave yourself. I keep, I keep forgetting to bring my birth certificate in the studio. So you can see that it says youngest in charge. Does it say AKA youngest in no. charge or just just says Linnell? No, Linnell's my nickname. Linnell's your nickname? Yes. So when you were born, the doctor looked and said, what's his name? Youngest and in charge. No, the doctor actually charge. named me. Oh, okay. He said, "Wait, th- the, this is going to be the youngest in charge." The doc, Washington actually Hospital named Center. you. Named me. Like yeah. Doc named you. <laughs> doc named me. I'd probably be named something like <laughs> Brutus. I probably can't even say it on air. Brutus. Brutus. I'm yeah. not a physician. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was that? I'm not a physician. <laughs> Oh, Lord. You never heard that? I've never heard that drop before. <laughs> uh, that's how he usually starts off the show. Uh, before we go anywhere further, uh, my guy Ben Conti yeah. at Fat Poet 10. He's probably your guy, too. Uh, but he is the guy. Ben has been very, 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 uh, just just a great pal uh, and, and a big-time contributor to the show. He says, your co-host, and he tagged you, of course. Mm-hmm. Dropped the best line yesterday on overtime. He talked about the commander's front office needing to have a type. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he's been saying this for years. I love it. When you say they need to have a type, you're talking about an identity, correct? Correct. And I think that is why this three-person front or two-person front office structure, I think it's really three. Um it ends up being three. Like, we'll have an Eric Schaefer type of cap guru, I expect, and they'll be their sole focus is cap and contracts. But that's why that structure is so important because if those three people and your head coach are not aligned mm-hmm. in what you want to be right. stylistically moving forward, obviously because this is the National Football League, there is certain characteristics. Like, NFL teams going to have toughness be one of their main qualities that you want to have because that's the sport. In the NBA, it may be something else, you know, but they have to be in unison and be in alignment on what they want to be stylistically, and that could get down to the nitty-gritty of whether we want to be a run-first team 
or it can go to structure and team building. Like we want to build from the inside out, which I know a lot of, you know, old school football evaluators believe that some people think it's quarterback or nothing. I happen to believe you build your football team through the middle. That's what the Baltimore Ravens have done. They have the best spine in the NFL. I think I dropped that last week when I was on yeah. there. So I, I think that, to me, is the most important thing. Having a type going out and saying, look, this is what a commander looks right. like. You know that they have the Raven way. Right. We need a commander way. And Adam Peters is also kind of trying to do that in San Francisco. They have, they have what they called gold helmet players in San Fran, and those are his blue chippers and the guys mm-hmm. that embody what it means to be a San Francisco 49er in the community, on the field, off the field, all of that. So, so you I want think some commander conduct? Some commander conduct, yes. I, um, I want, yes. I, I we mean, need a type. I mean, listen, I'm I'm a big fan of having an identity. I, I'm a big fan of having, like, the knowing the DNA of what you're all about, right? The blueprint. I think it's most important, Chris. I think it's the most important thing. You can't skip steps with this process. If you don't have a type and you all aren't in unison, when you get down to your player evaluation and things like that mm-hmm. and it's time to make tough decisions, I you're g- all going to be going different ways. I guess my only question is, is it's hard to find that? It it's is. It's hard to it is. And find maintain it. and define that yeah. and execute it and make sure that yeah. everybody, again, is working, again, in conjunction with each other and on the same page. Inter- and and here's the one thing that I, I guess I want to just say. Like, I'm all about physical football, downhill, yes. mauling people it's at, what matters at the line most. of scrimmage, all of that stuff. The one thing I, I don't want mm-hmm. is a slow, physical, mauling team. I want fast, physical, and mauling. Do you have an example of a slow? Of a yeah. Well, maybe not, in today, maybe not in today's NFL as much, but you, you, you know what I'm talking about, like, I don't as much as I love running the ball. I don't want a three yards in a cloud of dust type offensive line. A bunch of three hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, yeah. I, I that I, no interest in. Me what I want is a modern like when I watch Michigan win the national championship and Michigan throughout the year. Yes, they maul people at the line of scrimmage. They are physical on both fronts. They run the freak out of the ball, but they are fast. They are fast. Yes. That's what I want. I want fast. And freaky and physical. And similar to Miami and Baltimore. Yeah, the other thing that I need, I need high football IQ because there's too many, unfortunately, there's too many players in today's game that do not have a high enough football IQ. And that's the thing that I love about, I know this is going everywhere. I love Mike Vrabel. He's got the rules down pat to the point where he has competitive advantages Mm -hmm. over other coaches because of his knowledge of the rules and what you can and can't do. But it doesn't always work out, as we saw with Vrabel over the last Mm -hmm. two years. Well, Um, and we can get into that. People need to understand, Mike Vrabel is no longer employed by the Tennessee Titans, not because he's a bad football coach. He lost a power struggle. This is why I say he needs to catapult to the top of Washington's coaching list. Offensive-minded, defensive-minded, he's the guy for me. Coaches like him don't come available. That doesn't happen. Mike Tomlin doesn't just come available. He's that ilk of coach to me, man. So I think people should jump on it. The question, though, is this. Uh, Him losing, I can give a rat's ass about him losing the last two years. Let me hold off on the question because there's. I I talked about Vrabel a lot yesterday with Doc. 
it, it requires more time. So l- let me hold off. We'll circle back to that uh, because I think there's some fascinating questions uh, in there, as there are about what the Chicago Bears do next, and that's mm-hmm. what we'll cover in our trending alert. And then back to the question of Bobby Slowick yeah. versus Ben Johnson because we got to set that up and then get to your calls at 301-230-0980. But uh, let's hit that trending alert. All right, so so much speculation about what the Bears were going to do. Certainly a second-half surge helped them out, and it has kept the job of Matt Eberflus, their head coach, uh, for the 2024 season, or at least the start of it. We'll see where it goes from there. However, not good enough to save the job of offensive coordinator Luke Getze, who has been fired, their quarterbacks coach as well, wide receivers coach, running back coach, and assistant tight end coach, all fired. And where that leaves the Bears, who had the number one overall pick, and Justin Fields, who they have to make a decision on with the fifth-year option. Nobody really knows, but a lot of the speculation, of course, is being that they're hiring a new offensive staff that they might take a quarterback number one and then let go of Justin Fields or look to deal him, which certainly would have a direct impact on the Washington Commanders, who hold the number two pick. Speaking of the Commanders, they are interviewing assistant Bears GM Ian Cunningham today down in the Miami mansion of owner Josh Harris, as well Alec Hallaby, the assistant GM of the Philadelphia uh, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Coming up tonight, the Wizards are in Indianapolis, 7 o'clock tip, 6.45, the pregame coverage here on the Team 980. No Tyrese Halliburton for the Pacers, so the Wiz, uh, and trust me, they need every break they can get <laughs> looking for win number seven, get a little break, and that's what's trending. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
right, before we get into Slowick versus Ben Johnson and who you would prefer and why, 301-230-0980 and Linnell's points, my points coming up. We do want to clarify one thing from our conversation earlier this Mm -hmm. hour, and it's a very good point. Linnell, you were trying to tell me this during the break, last break, and I didn't quite understand. But just to circle back, for now, Mm -hmm. right now, they can't hire a GM. No, they technically cannot hire someone and call them the GM because Martin Mayhew was still employed as the general manager here. But what I was reading is you can still hire, and this is, you can read it, you can speculate. You could hire a head of or a president of football operations and still have them be the lead decision maker. Correct. While having Martin Mayhew on staff. And I want to give some clarity Essentially to that. Essentially as the executive vice president of football yes, operations and I know, or even the president of football yes, operations. Yes, and I know fans are flipping out because they're like, why are Martin Herney and Martin Mayhew still around? You don't just come in and clean staff. Oh they God. have to evaluate the current guys yeah. and who better and who knows those guys better than the dudes who drafted them. Well, not only that, but People, please don't be so dumb and naive to think that yeah. no work gets done at this time of the year. Oh, yeah, no work in the tails. Eric Bieniemy I mean, is the, is the right. leader of the coaching I mean, staff he, right now. He, exactly. He's yes. doing film evaluation yes, and breakdowns. For, uh, uh, well, not only of the draft, but of, of the, the team as yeah. a whole. Because Their own guys, obviously free agents, every, every week they're doing game planning. So they're not doing exhaustive evaluations of Sam Cosme. Not that you probably... I mean, mean, you probably know what you have in Sam Cosme, but do you know what you have moving forward in Charles Leno? Right. Do you know what you have in Sadiq Charles, who can't stay on the field and is spotty at best? Do you know what – well, you know what you don't have at center and so on and so forth. Um, So I said this the other day. I think it's – to me, and this is underrated, I think, and and some fans would go poo poo. I don't care. Uh, you have bad people, but you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I said it was a really good sign that Josh Harris understood. You fire the head coach and the guy who made all the decisions and who hired all these people, mm-hmm. but you need people in place to do all the grunt work, right. all of the excavation, if you will, earn work, your paycheck. To never mind that. Just to do all of the work that has to be done over the next couple of weeks and, quite honestly, month or so until the new head coach and the new general manager or the new executive vice, the new decision maker is put in place. People, don't be so dumb and naive to think once the games end, there's nothing that matters until free agency. There's roster management. There's cap situations. There's incentives that have to be paid out and applied to the cap. That's why that cap number has shrunk. When everybody was running around with their heads cut off, just screaming about 90-plus million dollars, I kept telling everybody there were way, there was going to be way lower than that or significantly lower than that. And, boy... Jeez, it's almost like I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> there are things that have to be done. There are reserve future contracts that have to be they haven't decided made a move on. on they, that. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. There's guys that are muscle. free agents in the NFL that can be signed right now. One, that you one, don't have to wait until free agency if you have somebody out there that you think might be able to help you moving forward. There's all sorts of things. So I thought it was a really smart idea. Yeah. Not smart idea. I thought it was a 
an incredible show of patience and understanding of common sense that you just don't fire everybody right away. You let the new EVP and the new head coach make those decisions when they are in place, and you also allow the new EVP, the new head coach, to take over with no... With information, right. with information, not a bare-bones operation where they have to hire their own staff, where they have to get everybody in place, where they have to start from ground zero, all of that stuff. And one more thing that I'll just throw mm-hmm. out there. If they hire Adam Peters, remember who worked with Adam Peters mm-hmm. before working here for Ron Rivera? Yeah, Martin Mayhew. So it's not a guarantee that Martin Mayhew in any way, shape, or form yeah. is gone. I'm not saying it's a – I have no idea what the relationship was. Yeah, It is not a guarantee they got that Martin Mayhew is gone. They got work to do. Free agency starts March 13th. Yeah. That's it's about a two months, eight weeks short from amount now. of time. So they got to move mm-hmm. on this stuff. So we're, we're going to get info on this quickly here. All right. Bef- before we yeah. go any further on that, I, I want to get this in because we keep teasing and we have to hit it. I guess don't go long-form analysis. Just give me a quick gut take, something we discussed on the phone this morning. Yeah. You came up with this, and I thought it was really good. You have two offensive candidates only right now of the publicly identified candidates. So far, Frank Smith, the Miami Dolphins offensive coordinator, maybe the luster has worn off a little bit here as Tua has struggled, as the Dolphins have struggled, so on and so forth. He's not a play caller, whatever. Even though he won that NFLPA award uh, last week or vote, whatever it is, the, maybe the luster is a little bit off of Frank Smith. But you have two publicly identified offensive coordinator candidates. Mm-hmm. Boy Wonder Ben Johnson, Bobby Slowick Jr. for the Houston Texans. If I put a proverbial gun to your head right here, right <gasps> now. Chris, please, don't. Do you have a gut lean towards one or the other? Yes, and I think it's very clear and obvious why one is better than the other. If you're mm. just looking at the body of work. Slowick's well-traveled. He's coached on the offensive side and the defensive side of the football. That is something that the Shanahan tree, he he advises his guys to do that. Obviously, McDaniels didn't, and I don't think Kyle did either. So he's well-seasoned. He was the pass game coordinator in San Fran the last couple of years before taking the OC job. What he did this year with C.J. Stroud. And he was PFF Bobby, too. And he was PFF Bobby. What he did this year with C.J. Stroud, <laughs> people are going to look at it and say, oh, well, C.J. Stroud's a great quarterback. Right. Any offensive coordinator would have had success with him. You go look up the the Houston Texans injury list this year and think about all the attrition they've had up front on the offensive line mm-hmm. and how that makes you have to adjust as a play caller. So I like guys that have dealt with and overcome adversity. And even before the injuries happened, Chris Russell, they're not very talented. Let's just call it what it is. Nico Collins goes off for a 12, 1,300-yard year because he's scheming things up and he's doing it despite having limited talent. Mm -hmm. When I look at Ben Johnson and the Lions, Mm -hmm. first of all, too many times in big spots it felt like the Lions got clamped, so Mm -hmm. to speak, like their offense struggled in certain Mm -hmm. big moments. And then when you look at what Ben Johnson has to work with, their offensive wait, 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 line. Wait, wait, you're you're saying the Lions struggled at times against good division yes. rivals? Really? <laughs> yes, they oh, did. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't. I, I, I didn't know that was possible. I thought Boy Wonder Ben could carve through anything. He's not invincible, and that's oh. my whole thing with oh, Boy I wasn't Wonder aware Ben. Of that. Well, I'm glad I'm. That's why I joined you on Winbag Wednesdays, okay. just to just to get it in, baby. But look, that's my thing about Ben. It's easy to me. 
And obviously being an offensive coordinator in the National Football League mm-hmm. is not easy. Mm-hmm. But the job is much easier to do when you have top five offensive line in football. Mm-hmm. When you've got one of the best one-two punches in the league at the running back position. When you've got the best young tight end in football right now in Sam Laporta. Like, they're they're hitting on pieces. They are loaded offensively. And that's a credit to Brad Holmes and mm-hmm. Ray Agnew the GM and assistant GM, for yep. building out a good roster for him to work with. I just think Slovak's got it out to mud more, so to speak, right? He's working with way lesser talent. So here's, here's and my— And he's shown the, the ability to develop the young quarterback, now, which we haven't seen from Ben Johnson. Yes, correct. He's Now he's helped revitalize Jared Goff, but people yeah. forget Jared Goff was the number one overall pick Jared Goff was in 2017 and Sean took McVay. the Rams or helped the Rams yes. get to a Super Bowl. You remember okay. that Monday night game against Kansas City? Right. He's a he's a ball. People act like yeah. like like Jared Goff was was helpless yeah. and was and, and no. I was critical of Jared Goff too. I don't get me wrong. He just wasn't making enough plays in Los Angeles despite all of that and despite getting a four-year contract that he never actually played under in Los Angeles. Brad Holmes, a really 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 sharp executive, a good exactly what you would hope the commanders here can find, went from Los Angeles to Detroit and has done a tremendous, tremendous job in every way, shape, or form. And he brought Ray Agnew with him from L.A. uh, Fair point. But to your point, in Houston, okay, under Bobby Slowick, Mm -hmm. now, listen, the rest of their offensive line was torn and tattered. The one thing that I would say is if there was one position – that you needed to go right with a rookie quarterback and with the rest of your offensive line in shambles, mm-hmm. they got it in the the mask uh, pot smoker, um, oh, no, Larry, Larry Tunzel. Yes. Okay. I, I'm sorry. His, like, his stepdad's he, like, a terrible person. Uh, that helps. Okay. But so, you have an anchor left tackle. Right. But outside of that, the other four dudes I next to him that. are. I, I they, understand. They, they were that. able to get Shaq Mason this offseason. That was big. But yes. he dealt with injuries all year. Yes. There is no doubt they overcame. And don't forget, Damian Pierce was not a big part of their offense this year, and he was expected no, to be right. a big part of their offense. For whatever reason, he never really got on track. Yeah, the first and four then games, Devin Singletary yeah. and other guys kind of, kind of contributed. The bottom line is this. I do think Bobby Slowick – now, Detroit's had some offensive line injuries as well. And they had, I, they're down their top receiver in Tank Dell and Robert Woods too. So, like, there's layers correct. to this. And that's later on in the season, but still significant. I would say this. To me, Bobby Slowick Jr. has done, if you're saying who's done the better coaching job yeah, this year, right. I would say Bobby Slowick Jr., you give him a slight tip of the cap to because of what he's had to overcome, what yes. he's had to deal with, so on and so forth. However, there is an argument to be made for some level of consistency and maybe even improvement, Ben Johnson, year to year, because he's been the coordinator for two years with the Detroit Lions. And he has had some injuries along that offensive line, Frank Ragnow and others. And now, quite honestly, we'll see what happens on Sunday night because they might be yeah. without Sam Laporta or a compromised Sam Laporta. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to me, I would say this, and I, we have to break, and, and then we'll get to the calls. I would say overall – and maybe this is because I've got more data points on Ben Johnson than I do on Bobby Slowick. I feel a little bit more secure in Ben Johnson's path right now mm-hmm. than I do Bobby Slowick's path. 
But I would acknowledge, as I just did, that I think Bobby Slowick probably did the head-to-head, and it's unfair to compare the two, but we're doing it, probably did the better coaching job this year. And even last year, before Slowick took the job in Houston, he was the pass game coordinator with the the Niners Niners. with Brock Purdy's emergence. Which is a huge X factor here and one we have to continue uh, to discuss and, and, and build on because that's also a thing here. Do you, how much of a nod do you give to Bobby Slowick Jr., commanders, anyone, because of where he comes from? Yeah. The Mike and Kyle Shanahan tree versus Ben Johnson, who, yes, has run a top five offense the last two he's years. He's Dan Campbell's henchman. But he's Dan and, and that's, There's nothing wrong with there's that. There's nothing wrong with that. But Dan Campbell ain't Kyle Shanahan. No. And he's not Mike Shanahan. And he's not that tree. And people look for patterns of success. More on that in a sec. Stay with us. 301-230-0980. Ace Law listener lines. We'll get to you in a rec Ace Law. I hope you get a check. Call 8888-ACE-LAW. Along with Linnell Willingham, Linnell Willingham wow. <laughs> and Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. I am merely, and I mean merely, the rooster. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO.
All right, along with Linnell Willingham and no Jeremy Huber. I'm not going to butcher his name every time. Shout <laughs> out Jeremy Huber. I love Jeremy Huber. Does Hubes. a great job. Hibbs. I mean, just occasionally I butcher everything. You know what I wish I could butcher? I wish I could butcher like a big old prime rib. I told you how I feel about until Make you, it succulent. Until you bring melt me in, in something. Your mouth. Until you bring me in something that um, I could taste for myself. Mm-hmm. You and your neighborhood lost me with the seafood boil thing that you guys do. <laughs> it was the most unseasoned food I've ever seen in my damn life. Whoa, 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 A seafood whoa, whoa. boil? Whoa, slow down, Chachi. Come on. Man. Slow down. Do better. You have no idea what goes into that. If you knew better, you do better. You unseasoned? It looks. You're crazy. You're nuts. Well, the, fo- well, the photo you you took looked. You can't tell seasoning by a photo. When you have when you struggle and and are diagnosed with GBS, the green bubble struggle, your picture quality then is a little bit less. So I probably couldn't okay. see the seasoning. Well, so why? So then, why would you accuse me of serving any because kind of food without looked, seasoning? Do I looked, do I look like a guy <laughs> that would not use seasoning? seasoning? Let me tell you something. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you something. My buddy Robert and Jen, they they host this thing. They do an amazing job. They've done it, I think, last year was 24 years. This is Shout the 25th out Robert and Jen anniversary, too, by the right? Way. They do an amazing, amazing job. What what happened? Yeah, I know, I know. This is more important. <laughs> In the big kettles, we put whole heads of garlic and spice packages that are this big, okay? Mm-hmm. In the actual kettle. Yeah. So it seasons the broth and the seafood and the corn and the potatoes and the sausage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you pour it onto the tables, mm-hmm. and there's huge mountains of Old Bay just Let plopped right onto the table. So people go dip right in sausage. Trust me. Trust me, baby. Old there Bay ain't, is. There ain't no problem with seasoning. You're from Maryland. Don't shrug your shoulders. You know Old Bay belongs in everything. Old, don't shrug yeah. your shoulders. Don't overdo the Old Bay. That's what our Maryland is. That's why doing. you don't do it in the spi- in 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 the broth. That's why you put Old it on Bay the side. Old Bay is not supposed to be the highlight of your seafood boil. It's a seafood boil. Now I'm you're for asking one... for seasoning, and I'm telling you exactly what we do. Okay. I mean, what do you want us to do? What kind of seasoning okay. do you want us to no, use? No, no, no. I don't want you. To, you know what? You you stick with your diet sodas and. Unseasoned food, and I'll, I'll continue to, I'll continue to be the. Let, 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 let me tell you this: at one fifty-seven, mm-hmm. why don't you come mm-hmm. next year to the seafood boil? You'd be my special guest. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. We'll get Always. all jacked up on Mountain Dew. You can drink all that sugary sure. crap that you like to drink. Yes, and then we will get after it. With the kielbasa and the shrimp and the corn and the potatoes and the bread rolls that I don't eat because why would you have that? And all oh, no, of the other another... desserts and meal and, and and side trays that everybody brings. I guarantee you, you will walk out of there. Mm-hmm. You won't walk out of there. You'll be on a stretcher out of say, there gonna get because the you eat so much good food. We're not going to get the gout because all the seasoned food? Because that's how seasoned it is? Well, I doubt it, Chris. Russell, I, I mean, I, I, you know, again, I didn't know a picture tells a thousand words that are wrong, apparently, because for you to say that there's no seasoning is the most incorrect thing of all incorrect things. It's the most incorrect you've ever been. And you're incorrect a fairly decent amount. Yeah. It is the most incorrect of all incorrect things. And damn it, 
It's the best day of the year, the best event of the summer, the best event that you will ever, ever, ever go to is the day to live for. The most important day on the calendar. If you do invite me next year, I'll bring some seasoning. You keep talking about no seasoning, and your ass ain't getting invited. You well, can look, just you can just go to fast food or me, me whatever. And Brian, me, me and Brian Mitchell just walked past each other in the, oh in the, in the bullpen. I did didn't guys, get any, I didn't get any of his gumbo. Uh, I was so. gonna say, did you guys like look at each yeah, other? Yeah, he should have tried to make up with okay. me with the gumbo. All right, we got to take a timeout uh, and more on Bobby Slowick versus Boy Wonder Ben Johnson. I my answer might surprise you a little bit where I'm heading with my choice. And we'll do that after 2 o'clock and your calls on the Ace Law listener lines at 301-230-0980. Plus, problem? Only two offensive candidates? I mean, what, what, what ha- what's happening here? What's happening on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app? Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.